Live from the EPB Fiber Optic Studio, this is WLND Signal Mountain, Chattanooga. Does your house need some fixing up? Maybe you're buying a new home and need help deciding what is best. Let us help you out. This is Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake. Featuring Daniel Wyatt, an avid home improvement do-it-yourselfer, and Jeremy Price, owner of J.B. Millworks. Now, here's your hosts, Daniel and Jeremy. Good Saturday morning and welcome into Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics, right here on 98.1 The Lake. We're each and every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Thank you for taking the time on your Saturday morning to join us. This is a radio show that's all about your home. Home improvement, home remodeling, home building. Many more topics are related to your home. I'm Daniel White, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Jeremy Price, owner of JB Millworks. How you doing there, buddy? Man, I'm doing good. How you doing? Uh, you know, busy. I don't know. It's a busy time of the year for me in radio in general, because we always start doing... We got the we had the rodeo going on this week, the weekend, the St. Jude Rodeo down at uh, Doug Yates Farm. That's this weekend. They postponed it because it rained last time. Remember, they had some rain that was coming in, so they had postponed it, and it, it's happening this weekend again. Been going on Thursday, Friday, and tonight's the last night. So get down there if you can. Starts at 8 o'clock. Good price. A lot of family fun. So Nice. There you nice. go. That's a beautiful farm. Doug yeah. and his family has done a great job with it. Yeah, they're going to have the Luke Bryan show down there, too. When o- is that? October 6th, so we're not far away from that either. Nice. No, that'll be a packed crowd. Uh, that'd be a lot of traffic down there. <laughs> the Alabama Highway is quite tight anyway now, you know, with all the subdivisions and growth that they've had. So I'm going to try to rent a helicopter. know somebody can try to land down there and land out of there so I can get out of that place. It's going <laughs> to be, gonna be a little crazy, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a great time of year. It's starting to cool down just a little bit. A little bit. You kind of feel it at night. At some point, it's still too miserable for me during the day. I don't like it. If it, I need to be in the seventies. Last 70s. Tuesday morning, I got up. It was about four thirty. Went outside to take the dogs out before I went to work. It was about sixty degrees. I really don't know exactly what it was, but it felt sixty, sixty-five. Man, it felt so nice. I'm like, yeah, here we go. Fall, here we come. Hunting yep. season, it's on its way. We're ready, man. Yeah, it's been a. Uh, I know a. Uh, uh, Kind of a, a start out wet kind of here. The the it rained at the house a lot first part of the week. I guess month Sunday Monday something yeah, there. Yeah, we got quite a bit of rain. Of course, I'm not going to say anything about it because of the, the hurricane that's that's you know you've probably covered that all week. Well, we're so. definitely going to be getting some more wind and things like that today. I'm sure. So, but uh, those people that's going rough for them. So we'll keep them in our thoughts and prayers. And in fact, we'll be talking about later in the last segment of the show is disaster preparedness. What did what. You need to be prepared for disaster. I'm sure we think we all know what there is, but what do you think about, you know, if you have memories you have, like, say, on some of your electronics, say you, you can't take a, a desktop computer with you if you have to leave your home, yeah. you know, within 48 hours. Or you, you can't. There's a way that you can save some of those memories in a very simple way to do that. Well, that's cool. And uh, some other She's ways you can get about some of those documents, you know, even though you have a safe, maybe you forgot them. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you some ways that you always have things on hand that you need in case of emergency whether you know the, the basic things are just food first aid kits but you know some of the, the ways you can save some of those memories and documents now in a digital age it makes it a little bit easier for you so they're always with you that's something we don't want to forget if i'm not mistaken the last time we had a really bad storm in this area that done some devastation was 2011 is that right mm-hmm. yeah i mean that caused people to have to some be displaced and, for a little while yeah, you know, lost from the homes, homes and, and so forth and back during that time or shortly after that time people were very conscious of what you're saying you know saving uh, memorabilia so things come through like that and we lose our home or our home were to burn we we have access to those things without the you know without them getting destroyed and some security factors in place but now that's kind of been a little while before since we've had any of those challenges 
people kind of forgot it, you know, and kind we don't want to forget about a little that. Bit, but now that's an instance like this week with the hurricane, get you top of mind awareness. What would I do? How would I handle that? You know, fortunately for us, we're not on the coast here in Chattanooga, so we wouldn't have to deal with the the uh, devastation that you know a coastal community would with the hurricane the way it goes. I've been through one, two three of them with my work where I've been sent to the coast to help out other radio stations. And I can tell you right now that it's unlike anything I've ever seen as far as the devastation and what it actually does to an area as big as a, a, a category four, even a category three can really mess up a, a town. I've seen some so, photos. It, it blows me away, man. I've been through Katrina and Ivan, both those. And they were both uh, very eye-opening experiences on uh, – really being prepared on some of the things you never thought about. So we'll, we'll cover that topic later in the show, so that'll be a good one also. We'll also have somebody on from Tennessee Valley Federal Credit Union. Do we? Yep, we'll be talking about some banking, mortgages, things of that nature. Well, so, that's a good time to be talking about that. I think that's going to be Tammy Zumbrun. No, no, maybe Sarah. It's Tammy or Sarah. It's ta- you know, sure we're going to play, play TVFCU roulette. <laughs> Whoever we call and picks up, when we're going to get on the phone. That's, that's the way it's right. going to work One of them's going to be with us today. So that's going to be a, a great part of the show Depends on which also. one got up and had enough coffee, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly <laughs> it. So we're going to have that topics too. But right now it's time for our J.B. Millworks question of the week. Uh-oh. I got Matthew put on our Facebook page. You can send us a message there through Instant Messenger on there. We'll get it. Or you can um, – that's the best way to do it, honestly. Because everybody's on Facebook. You can look us up. It's not that hard. Your home radio. Send us a message there. I always try to give my email. But guess what? You're not going to remember that anyway. So if you're driving a car, just go to Facebook, like us on there, and send us a message if you have a question. Matthew says, I need to replace some molding on the outside of my home. And he's wanting to know, Jeremy, what type should he use so we don't have to do this again? Is there a type that you can put molding up outside that, guess what, in 10, 15 years that you ain't going to replace that because of rot or something else that goes on? Thank you for the question, Matthew. I appreciate it. And that's a great question. Uh, matter of fact, I've got to do that to my house right now. Uh, unfortunately, when you put a finger-jointed product or if you Okay, put what a, is a finger-jointed product? Finger-jointed is basically they take a bunch of wood and they finger-join it together and glue it together and they make a bunch of little pieces, a real long piece. Okay. And unfortunately, when they put that together, it's not generally designed for exterior use, and they don't generally use the exterior glue. Therefore, when the moisture gets in the wood, it expands and contracts, the glue okay. joints come apart. All right. So you don't want to use a finger-jointed product unless you just absolutely have to, because unfortunately, you're going to be replacing it fairly often. Uh, you know, I'm also not a fan of an MDF product outside. They do make some medium-density fiber-type materials. Is that, that a composite-type composite, material? yeah. It's, is that the uh, one you see, like, your big home person's white? Well, every can... piece of trim inside your home is probably MDF, with exception of your door jams. So MDF, historically, has it's been designed for interior use, not exterior. Pretty forgiving of MDF. That's why they use it, because you can it, it, it can bend a little bit. Without it, it is very I might say that, but yeah, it's... Yeah, it bends it's, pretty well. Yeah. That's a great state. Yeah, great point. Uh, it's, it's just not designed for exterior use. And a lot of your builders today, for whatever reason, I'm sure it's, it's cost-driven, they tend to use MDF or finger joint on the exterior of a home. I don't recommend it. I think it's Let a really poor idea. Let me ask you this. I know we're getting off the top, but, but MDF, how can people tell that in their home? I, I think I can tell it because if I hit something or, say, around, um, there was some around my attic. You know what I'm saying? Like the trim the, on the it. casing around the your casing attic. casing around the around. attic. It wasn't hard, but when I hit it, it... it It'll chip off. It chipped off and almost like cardboard underneath it almost. Do you know what I'm saying? It was, yeah. Uh, it was let, a, let me finish explaining this before I confuse it, though. I don't yeah. want to be confusing. MDF has has its purpose. It, you know, it's got its place. It's a phenomenal product. So is finger joint, but it's not designed for exterior use. Okay. So in my opinion, you want to use a hardy, a fiber cement, and the best thing you could use, Matthew, is PVC. 
PVC molding, cellular PVC, comes in all shapes and sizes. It's there forever. It's not going to rot. It's not going to decay. It's not going to discolor. PVC, is that same? We were talking about PVC. PVC same material. It's like the same thing you, you plumbing pipes kind of Absolutely. It's PVC. Okay. It's a poured, pure product. I'm fixing that to put some five and a quarter crown molding in some Cornish areas of my home. I will use PVC. To what? The Cornish, the, what, the what soffits. Is, okay. Thank you. Because I, I had one of them Cornish hens one time. I cooked on a grill. I went, what? Yeah, Cornish. country slang. See, that's why I'm here. Because I know y'all don't want to ask that question, but I'm going to ask it because I'm like, well, well, Cornish. When you put it up there, let's just say it's going to be a week or two before I get painted. Yeah. And it comes a, a, a floater. You know, yeah. it's going to rain hard. Okay. Well, it ain't going to hurt nothing. Okay. We go back later. Paint adheres to it exceptionally well. Make sure you prime it just like you should any other product. Make sure you prime it, prime it properly. And then paint it properly, caulk it up. The chances of you having to repaint that PVC, other than just because you want to change colors, is slim to none. In you know, 20 years, if you used good paint, it's up underneath the soffit, yeah. if you will. The sun doesn't hit it. It doesn't get a lot of weather. And it's going to be there pretty in 20 years. But yes, use PVC, throw the finger joint and uh, the uh, MDF products out the window when it comes to exterior use. Man. Now, I want to go back to your other question. Now, Matthew, I appreciate your question there. If I, if that didn't answer enough, reach I out to us there at the office. M, uh, PVC, there you go. Use I think PVC, that's PVC. We got it at the office. You can find it some of the big box stores. Let me ask you, is, is that, you can pay a little bit more for that than you I mean, would if you regular? If you go to the big box stores, you're going to pay a whole lot more. And I'm not being degra- disgraceful or nothing else when I say that. I mean, they're just that's not a product that they're price sensitive on, and they're not really competitive on it. Having said that, all of your lumber yards, such as myself at J.B. Millworks, Yes, we offer that. It's very price sensitive. It used to be super expensive, but uh, it's came way down. It's a great product. It's not going to kill the bank. It's going to cost you twice as much as wood. But again, you ain't going to have the maintenance you would have a wood. But wood is not that expensive. Because if you you ever look at, go look, if you have an older home that that you have a back door or maybe around those garage doors, they didn't use an outdoor trim. Look at the bottom where water is maybe sitting. You'll see the bottom of them rotting completely out where it starts to rot where water just sits, can't get dry. And guess what? You're having before long. You'd price the whole jam. The door comes out. So I would suggest getting something going to get the right thing right I now. I totally agree. Good, perfect example, Daniel. The last house I built, I've had a wood jammed exterior door on one side of my back porch, and a PVC jammed exterior door on the other side of my back porch. Why did I have those two? Because I had them where I had misordered them for customers in the past, so I used them so I didn't have to throw them in the trash or lose yeah. a bunch of money. The wood jammed exterior door didn't last a year. It doesn't take long, does it? It didn't last. It was painted properly. It was everything was right. It it started rotting in less than a year. The PVC, it's absolutely as beautiful today as it was initially. So I had to go back and replace that wood jam door with the PVC to make it match. Just make it right. Let's go back to what you said about MDF earlier. MDF molding is phenomenal for the interior. I have people ask me all the time, "Can I use that in a bathroom?" Well, MDF is no different than wood. You get it wet, it's going to fail. Wood's going to cup. It's going to start twisting on you, and MDF is going to swell. So it really doesn't matter which one you use in the bathroom. If it gets wet, it's ruined. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, you can use MDF moldings in your bathroom. You can use it anywhere in your house. I don't recommend using it in a garage because you're likely going to pressure wash that garage floor. The MDF moldings or the wood moldings, therefore, will suck that water up, and it's going to just destroy it. So try to always use that PVC. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Got that cold. Always try to use that PVC molding in the garage as well. And you won't have that rotting and decay issue there either. Yeah, it's a way Thanks to go. Thanks again, Matthew. What a great question. See, I'm pretty sure it's MDF, man. I, I hit some of it like a, when I 
chipped. It didn't look like wood. It'll kind of peel away opposed to breaking off. There you go. It peeled away. Another advantage of the wood casing on the interior versus the MDF casings or baseboard is it does accept Bondo and wood fillers a little better. So there are some advantages. Does it to hold wood. up to kids better, the hardwoods? I mean, regular I'm, wood. I don't think so. No, I don't. If same. you're buying a flat surface one by eight, yeah, and you're using that one by eight as your baseboard, and we walk over there with our cowboy boots and we kick the tar out of that baseboard, and it's MDF, it's going to dent. If I kick the tar out of it, it's wood. It's going to dent even worse. Okay. So there's advantages and disadvantages to both. It's all about the scenario and the application. Can you stain MDF? You, can't, you know what? That is a great question, Daniel. I'm, Everybody's going to tell you no. Yeah. But I actually have stained MDF. I stain it and then put another topical gel, sto- gel coat stain on top of it. Okay. I did that to try to create a certain look that I was after for a mantle. It was successful. It's not designed to be stained. Please hear me say that again, folks. Don't think I'm crazy. MDF is not designed to be stained. It's not supposed to be stained. But under certain applications, you can stain it and achieve certain goals. There you go. So, well, that's your question and a lot more. I think we got a couple of good answers out there. I, I know I was asking this is more, probably more. Well, Matthew that's a Warren. great question for for Matthew. And I, I I would just beg you, don't use wood or MDF on the exterior. You will regret it, and you will be replaced. Yeah, it. I can tell you it right now because I had wood. In my old house, the one I was sold, and it had uh, not the soffit. Maybe it was the soffit. It was the eaves there was yeah, wood. The, yeah, your fascia. Fascia was, and I had to replace a ton of it on the corners, not in the flat pieces where it come off but the corners where water was coming down off the shingles, getting in there. It rotted every corner that was out. So it will. Yeah, not a not a not a good thing to do there. So that's it. Let's uh, say thanks to our sponsors right quick. EPB Fiber Optics, Carter Heating and Air, Sun Windows, Whitfield Oil Company, JB Millworks, Home Builders Association of Greater Chattanooga, Rick Davis Gold and Diamonds, Penzel, Scott Brown Painting and Home Remodeling. And again, we want to thank you so much for joining us. Make us part of your day when we come back. We're going to be talking with, we're going to see, we're going to play, like I said, we're going to play Tennessee Valley Federal Credit Union Roulette. It could be Tanny, it could be Sarah. We don't know, but either way, it's going to be an interesting conversation you're going to enjoy. we got that and much more to come. For Jeremy Price and Daniel Wyatt, stay with us. Back with more Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake in just a moment. Now back to Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake. Here's Daniel Wyatt and Jeremy Price. Welcome back, and thank you so much for making us part of your day. If you're always on the move, download the freeradio.com app to your smartphone or tablet. Keep us tuned in each Saturday morning right here on 98.1 The Lake. Daniel White along with Jeremy Price. We have two guests on the phone. We said we were going to play uh, Tennessee Valley Federal Credit Union Roulette while ago, and we're just going to dial a number and see if we either got Sarah or did we get uh, Tammy. But we're actually got Sarah and Kim now, so we even better. That's right. I mean, I don't know how we did that, but so we got Sarah Sherfy. Did I get that right, Sarah? That's correct, Sarah Sherpy. Mortgage marketing specialist on the phone with us, and also Kim Cave, mortgage loan originating. I get both those titles right, by the way? Yes, you did. You did. That's Daniel. absolutely amazing that I have that long of attention span being from Alabama. So you never <laughs> think that That's at all. That's quite an accomplishment. It is. I was valedictorian <laughs> in my high school because I can remember two people's names. That's exactly 
<laughs> Good morning, ladies. Thank you all for joining us here this early Saturday morning. Morning. Thank you so much for having us. We're excited to be a part of this. All right, Sarah, kind of tell us what a mortgage marketing specialist does. I'm sure everybody's hearing that title and go, what is that? Exactly. Well, so I've been working at Tennessee Valley Federal Credit Union for 10 years in the marketing department, and our real estate department has just been thriving. We literally have tripled in size in the past few years, and with this growth, um, we've noticed that you know, there's a lot of people in the community that still don't know that we offer mortgages. And we're, we're, we're known for our auto loans, but we can do so much more. And so we've really focused on helping our members buy the home they love. And so that being said, the best way to go about that was to get the word out there through marketing. So, um, like I said, I've been here for 10 years, and I love the credit union. And now I can really put all my focus and on our real estate department and just help get the word out there so that we can serve our members and, um, like I said, help them buy the home they love. So that's basically what I'm doing. I'm working with our originators, our mortgage advisors. Um, if you're not familiar with TVSCU, we do have 17 branches in the area. We serve 13 counties, and we have nine mortgage advisors and originators ready to help you buy the home you love. So we want everyone to know that we're here to help. And so that's why I've got Kim Cade here. She's one of our top originators and she has been in the industry for a long time. So I'll let her speak on that. Kim, yes, I've, let me, let me, I've been, I'm about to tell my age. I have been <laughs> in the mortgage industry, in the mortgage industry 23 years and been originating loans uh, for the last 19. Now, before we get into that, Kim, I want everybody to explain. When you say credit union a while ago, there might be people listening going like, what's the difference between a bank and a credit union? People still kind of don't grasp that, especially the younger millennial generation that might be out there just getting into that workforce and trying to figure out where they want to get that mortgage from. I mean, I know there's advantages to a credit union always. Well, what, what we've found is that a lot of people tend to not remember that the credit union does mortgages. Yeah. And we, we do long-term mortgages, and we actually have some products that aren't offered at other financial institutions um, that we offer to our members that we can actually hold in-house, and we're able to make some exceptions and even possibly offer lower rates on those products. You know, and, and you want to say members, I, I always, use, my dad was a part of the Alabama Power Credit Union, but anybody could be part of the Alabama Power Credit Union because you basically pay, I think it was like a, back now this is back in the 80s, it was like a $15 fee, but I think y'all's is 20 or 25 open a savings account, I think that's it, I believe, to become a member? Yes, yeah, so it's $25, and so um, to kind of answer your question about the difference between a credit union and a bank, I'll go back to that for a split second because uh, we are local, which Tim has talked about before. Um, we are right here in Chattanooga. And like I said, we do extend all the way to Jasper, South Pittsburgh, Kimball. We even go into North Georgia. We go into Athens, uh, Dayton. So it's not just Chattanooga, but um, we do all of our decision-making right here in downtown Chattanooga. So that gives us flexibility to go over and beyond for our members. And our members are our customers. But the reason why we call them members instead of customers is because when you put your money in to TVFCU, we are a co-op. So that money is going back to help the community. So we are very mindful of how we spend the money. And so that's why we, you see it's a lot in the community. We're supporting community events. We're um, creating free community events for our members 
um, just to give back and to support everyone. So, so is a, a loan at TVFCU, is that right? Yeah, you TVFCU. got it there. Go. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be insured, FDIC insured, just like it would be at any other bank or institution? Yes, we are, up to 250000 Nice. That's amazing. You know, you were talking about the differences. We talked about the difference between, you know, a bank maybe and somebody local like y'all, TVFCU. When I, I've got my, I'm going to be honest here, I got my boat loan through them probably, I think it was five years ago. And the reason why we went through them is because the rate was lower at the, out of everybody else. And, and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are getting car loans through y'all and stuff. But the big difference is being able to, to me, to walk in to any of your branches. And it's, um, I hate to use this analogy, but it's kind of like Chick-fil-A. No matter where you eat a Chick-fil-A at, it's always good. So it, no matter where it's at, but that's what I know is the big difference. So I walk in with y'all is there's no walls there between you and the person you're talking to. Literally, you don't step that's behind right. the glass. You kind of walk up to a counter. And I think that that shows how local you are. And I think people appreciate that nowadays. You know, I, I actually just done a loan with them myself. I purchased a couple of new vehicles for the office and, I, and I've done several purchases through them in the past. It's always been 100% successful. Everyone there is very courteous, very nice, very helpful. And very knowledgeable, and uh, knowledge goes a long ways. When you need assistance, you need somebody that can help you and understands the programs obviously better than you do. So that, that's uh, it's always been a pleasure to deal with you guys. Well, thank you. We appreciate and that. Another another thing that differentiates the mortgage department from other lenders, uh, and I, I have worked for some other lenders, but when we say that we're local in the mortgage process, we originate that loan, we process it right here in this building. We underwrite it right here, and we close it right here, and most of the time we service it right here. Even though we we can do secondary market loans, we, a large majority of them are serviced right here in this building. Ladies, t- tell the folks listening this morning if they're thinking about being a first-time home buyer, what kind of things should they be preparing and thinking about to prepare for that first really large purchase, and possibly the largest purchase of their lifetime? Um, if you're if you're a first-time home buyer and and you haven't you, you haven't even began to to get started on it before you start looking, um, realtors are going to want you to be pre-qualified. So you're going to need to come talk to us and and let us gather all your financial information and get you approved for the top property that you want to purchase. And at that point, if you're not quite ready, we can let you know what you need to do to get ready. I mean. Um, you're you're not going to want to have a lot of debt. You're not you're going to want to pay some things off if you've got a lot of credit card debt that may keep you from buying what you want. Um, you're also not going to want to switch jobs a lot. You want to kind of get a job that where you're paid on a W two because if you're self employed, it's going to take you two years before you're going to be able to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Um, so just little things like that. Uh, if you come to us first, let us pre-approve you, and, and we can get you started on the right track. Let's talk about credit scores for just a second. Credit score, it, it's always meant a lot. And today, to me, from my understanding from the outside looking in, it's even more important than maybe it has been in the past because of the recession that we went through and the harder times that we had. What is a, a considered an average credit score for today? Um, I don't know if you could really say average. If you're if you're thinking of someone uh, with what you consider a perfect credit score, uh, 740 or above, but that doesn't mean that someone that has a 650, 660 can't get a loan. You can. Uh, they're they're still available. Your rate may not be as as good as what somebody with a higher credit score will be, but you could still purchase a home. Trick question. Uh-oh. Let's say you got a 
credit score of 550. Is there even means for you to purchase a home, or is there kind of a threshold that you've got to get above this number before that opportunity is even available? You really, unless you have a lot of money to put down, you really need to have a 620 credit score. Um, if you if you do not have a 620 credit score or above, then it's going to be hard to find a product for you. And if you. somebody's got, let's say, a 620 or below, or maybe even just a little above, but they still want to raise that credit score up, can they reach out to you folks and y'all kind of give them some guidance and direction as to how uh, to get that number up where it needs to be? Therefore, they absolutely. can get the lower um, interest rate? That, that's something, especially dealing with members, um, you know, they they own this they own this place that pays our paycheck and and so we do try to guide them and and let them know you may not be ready right now but if you do these things six months down the road you may be ready we may be able to pull it and, and see it increase 20 30 points so, so it didn't take forever to raise it up it's just something you got to work on exactly it, it and I you know I've seen some people get it get their score up in six months I've seen some people it take a year but but that. It's well worth it when you get to that point. There's always hope. That's what you're saying. See, there you go. See, we made a positive right there. <laughs> hey, there's, Somebody there's listening right hope, now going, like, hey, man. That's right. There's always hope. Look at me. I'm proof. Sarah, Kim, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you if they want to find out more information about mortgage loans, things like that. Just to, All we've been talking about, I know it's um, Saturday morning, but, but what's a way they can find out more information? So, of course, there's multiple ways. As you have already mentioned, you can come into any of our branches, 17 branches, which is listed on our website. You can also go through our website, tvfcu.com, um, and check on um, get started with a home, and then you can actually see a list of our mortgage advisors. They all have um, direct lines listed there. Or you can just call 423-634-3667. That is the direct line to our real estate department. There you go. Thank y'all, ladies, for being on so much. I love, uh, like I said, I've I've had a boat loan through with y'all, with y'all, and a car loan actually through. I forgot about the, I forgot about the car loan. <laughs> um, but you know, it's always been like Jeremy said. It's always been very easy. Whenever I had a question, I always called to my if it's on a Saturday, on a Friday, walked in. I actually actually used y'all's service, which is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Where you can go to one of your tellers on a Saturday and pay a loan and actually talk to somebody on a screen. That's probably the coolest thing that I've ever done before in my life. But it was really cool to have that. Is it a virtual teller? I believe is what it is. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, what it was. Uh, we call it our interactive um, teller machine, and so we're really excited about being able to offer that because it's extended hours from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And That's so awesome. we literally have. TBSCU employees working yeah. those hours downtown. Yeah, I felt like I was, a, I was a, like the Jetsons. Kids, if you know what the Jetsons were. That, <laughs> that was a cartoon exactly. back in the 60s. You look it up, you know what it was. Uh, again, ladies, thank you all so much for being on. Thank you for being such great partners to the Chattanooga and surrounding area community. I do such good work with their, their outreach and uh, helping people. So I just uh, want to thank you all again so much for being with us. Thank you thank so you much. Yes, thank you. Back with more Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake in just a moment. Now back to Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake. Here's Daniel Wyatt and Jeremy Price. Welcome back and thank you so much for joining us on your Saturday morning. We're a radio show that's all about your home, from home improvement, home remodeling, home building, many more topics related to your home. I'm Daniel Wyatt, along with Jeremy Price. Again, a great conversation with uh, TVFCU with Sarah and Kim. 
Sarah and Kim. You about forgot her Well, name. no, I didn't say her name because we had Tammy lined up. <laughs> then they threw me a curveball and then I had Kim on the phone. Sarah, I didn't mean to throw you under the bus and back over you right there. It's all right, you know. <laughs> I'll forget my wife's name later. And everybody... You look, get a little choked up now. I get choked up. Yeah, I get yeah. to laugh. Okay. I still got this old cold. I'm well, look, sorry. I can remember this guy's name very easily because he makes this show sound much more regal than it is and very high class. That's better for yeah, uh, yeah, him. There's some class in his uh, voice finally, that I just don't have. You know uh, what I mean? None of us do. <laughs> I mean, not at all. You got Nick with ADS Securities with us. How you doing, Nick? Absolutely fantastic. You guys? Uh, we are doing, doing great. great, man. It's always a joy to have you on because we always learn so much stuff about security, safety, things like this. But really, this is a great topic. Uh, tell them kind of. September is National Preparedness Month. It is. And it's also, we're still into the hurricane season. And, and obviously with this hurricane, Florence is coming, that's it's through. And, and everybody's got that top of mind. You know what I'm saying? I'd always, and that's a sad way in it, Nick. Everybody, it's caused a disaster to really have people think about, you know, what should I do? Being how should prepared. I get prepared? But y'all have a great segment on your website where people, there's actually tips on such things like this in there. Yeah, there absolutely is. We've got um, a, a point that's been sent out uh, via email to all our customers, and it's based on the website. And it's talking about prepping your emergency disaster kits so that you can be ready for anything that does come up, whether it's to do with a hurricane or any other disaster. And it's always good to have this preparedness. You know, I have one in my house. and You, you know, 10 years ago, people were like, why are you doing that? Are you, you prepping for anything bad? I'm like, you never know when, you know, these people with this hurricane, they found out about it last week. It wasn't going to do anything. It was going to take a right and go up and be out of anywhere. And all of a sudden, it's coming right for the East Coast. And they had a matter of four or five days to get prepared. Now, that might seem like, well, that's forever. You go ask somebody that's in one of those coastal states on the East Coast, can they find a gas can? Can they find It'd take uh, more than four days to find a gas can. You, nothing. You're going to find nothing now. Bottles of water, they're all gone when something like that happens. So, Nick, can I explain what people need to be doing to get prepared for this, if you can? So one of the great things you can always do is, is be prepared in, in case something does happen. Um, one of the ways that we do that is by advising people to start with something that you can carry these items in. So carry a backpack, uh, you know, a rucksack, something like that. Um, some of the items that we do advise to put in there, um, and bearing in mind this needs to be something that you can carry. Mm -hmm. Something you can take with you. Exactly. Not, it's not going to be a big suitcase or nothing of that nature. Something you can actually grab up and go. Uh, and Exactly, but it needs to be something that's ready to go at all times. So it needs to be prepped. Um, some of the things we say to put in there is water, uh, enough for a gallon per person per day. If there's multiple people in the house, you might need multiple uh, Each go person's going to need their own backpack. Exactly, exactly. Um, extra batteries for phone chargers, um, weather radios and flashlights, etc. Uh, is a second thing. A third thing. Cash and traveler's checks. People you know, I never thought about that. It's a, it's I mean, cash one. is what people don't think because we're so accustomed to having that debit card, yeah. that credit card. But when power's out, guess what you don't get? You don't think You don't get the cash. Though. I mean, I, I haven't carried a $20 bill in my pocket in 20 years. I mean, it, really, I carry plastic. So, I, I mean, to have the idea to have cash is, is something that, I mean, think about it. How many people carry cash on a daily basis? I know. Basis? I've heard of people that, that are on these, that have some friends that live in Florida. Actually, they prepare every year for hurricanes because they don't know. I mean, you live in Florida. you got to assume that, that you could have one. Yeah. So they have a, a safe or somewhere safe in their house, and they keep $250 in cash there. So if they have to get ready, they don't have to run to the bank because guess what everybody else is doing? Probably run to the bank. Guess what the ATM's going to run out of probably? Money. They have that prepared and all these things in a sack, like you said, and they also said, I said, what happens if you don't use this water, if you don't use this food? It goes, at the end of hurricane season, everybody gets theirs together and has a big party. We, and then we just get it, gather it back up again. 
so the food don't go bad. Here's, here's something to add on to the back end of that. How about this as a thought? If it's that bad a disaster, what if there's no power? Yeah. Then your ATM isn't going to work. Exactly. That's right. People that have things that you need are going to... They're going to be taking. They're cash. going to be taking cash. You go to the local convenience store. They're going to want cash, greenbacks, because they can't run those credit cards. Exactly. Great, great point. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, no, but that's no, just not don't. something I thought about. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Um, moist towelettes, sanitary wipes. You know, um, in times where things get really bad and there's, there's devastation, and you're going to need to clean your hands. You're going to need to wipe your, wipe your face off, keep yourself safe, keep mm-hmm. the germs away. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, emergency whistles. Never thought about that one either. Yeah. That's a great one. If you're lost, stuck, and under your home or underneath your house, absolutely, yeah. the storm's coming. You want to get that whistle around your neck. Exactly. You'll you might lose your voice, but Jane, we're gonna both. You know what I'm saying? The blowing belly's still gonna be there. You ain't never gonna yeah. run out of hot air, are you, brother? Me, me? <laughs> no, <laughs> no I probably not. You know I probably not. No, not anytime soon. Unless an Alabama game gets real long, I start screaming at it. <laughs> well, let's, let's keep talking. Then. Yeah. You go talking about Alabama games, we're in trouble. No, no. Um, blankets. Um, you can get the reflective blankets. Uh, they don't weigh very much, but they can keep you in a, a much better safe situation if the temperature got down. There's all kind of different things that reflective blanket can do. From a fire, if you're out in the desert somewhere and there were be a fire and you get trapped, you can cover yourself up. There's lots of different reflective type opportunities and heat reflection opportunities. And those things are like a buck a piece or and buck fifty, like at any Walmart, cheap. anywhere you want to go. They're cheap, And you're not going to find cheap. them when you need them. So they're cheap now, but they'd be high dollar then. And they don't go bad. It ain't right. like food. They, they last forever. Bad. Yep. So <laughs> next one I've got on the list is uh, for prescription medications. Um, we're all either on some vitamin pills or we're on medications if we've got of some sort. Yeah. And a lot of people don't remember the exact um, dosage that they have. They don't have the exact and- medicines there to go. That's a big one. You that's know, big Nick, one. that's a good point because I had, working at the radio station, I had went through Hurricane. I was telling before we got here today, I was like, I went through Hurricane Katrina and Ivan. Wow. And the one thing I did notice I mean, that I didn't think, I didn't, never crossed my mind was we'd have people calling to the station and, and what do you need help for? Because the only thing when power's out, batteries again, can power radio. Can't mm-hmm. power TV, but that's right. radio can work. So people were calling in going, what do you need? And it was people have gone medication. My father's on medication. Mm-hmm. My, my Oxygen. My oxygen. There's one lady going like, if he don't get oxygen by tomorrow, then he's not going to make it. And that's something I never thought about. So we went, when we went out to finally look at things, we went by a Walgreens. And there was a, people of a hundred yard line trying to get in this place after the hurricane had hit. Wow. And this is how serious situations gets now. Along that line, they probably had 10 to 15 National Guard off, uh, personnel with guns keeping the crowd in line. Under because control. when somebody has a family member or you have an instance where you're going to need blood pressure medication, you know, you're going to need um, insulin, that mm-hmm. they are going to go to extreme lengths to save that person's life. So you don't want to be now, – now, granted, nine times out of ten, everybody was calm. But, but that there is that situation. In that situation, you don't have people who can react. So those things, that that's a great point. Medication. Nobody ever thinks about that. But guess what? Pharmacies ain't open. You right. said insulin. My daughter's actually a diabetic, and she keeps an emergency insulin pack just for, there's all kinds of emergencies when it comes to, to diabetic, you know. So especially under conditions like that. I think that's a great point everybody needs to around. hear around yeah. there. You know, if you if you know that, that that's a, a medication like that, it, it's that's a great one, Nick. That's one of my favorite ones right there because people just don't think about it. What's next? All right, uh, flashlights. Good one. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we've got the, the obvious. Non-perishable foods. Now, these are some things that you can go to a lot of places online, Amazon, different places, um, there's different stores here in town 
that sell these, and they're vacuum-packed, uh, dried foodstuffs, meals. Now, this boy right here, he's prepared with me, the vacuum-packed food. Me, yeah. I've got, well, you know, I hear these, uh, I'll see a commercial every now and then on TV, and they'll be like, you can get a 72-hour food kit from, one of them, I'll just say Patriot Supply, mm-hmm. for 29 bucks. And I'm like, I'm going to buy that. It lasts for 25 years. And guess what? In 25 years, if I get down to 25, I'm going like, I'm going camping. I'm going to take it and eat it and be done. But it lasts 25 years. I've got enough food to last me and my wife about a month. Now, people go, that's kind of crazy. I'm like, well, think about this. I, I'm just prepared. It's so crazy until you need it. But when you but, do, it ain't so crazy. But it's not going to go bad. I put it in a closet in a safe, dry place, and it's out of the way. It's out of sight, out of mind. And it's not very nowadays, it's not very expensive to get these type of foods and here's the thing probably like when we were all younger we went camping we got one of the the, the MRIs MREs from the uh, from the Navy Surfboard store that tasted yeah. like chalk yeah. and poop mm-hmm. it tasted terrible <laughs> it wasn't good was it it just mm-hmm. wasn't and people think about that when they come down but now it's so different it's like eating a regular meal just add water to it correct so that's all you need is hot water but that's another good point without the water you're going to pack in there and the first of it can you can't eat that food that's saved up yeah, exactly all right, Nick, what you got next? Uh, there's a few really good ones. Um, portable cell phone chargers. Yep. Uh, so you've got some of the... Because uh, um, we live with our solar. cell phone, mm-hmm. and without it, we don't live. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we kind of feel that way, don't we? Exactly. So you definitely want to be able to keep that thing charged. And, and those are relatively hours. cheap now, too, that you can go to and go to when you're, you know, Walmart or somewhere and get mm-hmm. one that'll charge the device three and four times. I know I got one I carry to the beach all the time, and, you know... When I go down there, we sit in the beach all day. I use it. It's dual purpose. Yeah. So guess what? When I come home from the beach, I charge it back up, put it in the drawer. So if I need it to go and the power goes out, I got it there. Or when I will go on vacation, I have it there again. And you actually now can get a satellite charger or a sun type. Like a solar, solar charger. Type yeah, charger. solar charger. And yeah. I actually use one of those on the deer stand when I'm there. I just kind of set it behind me on the tree and it charges my phone all day. He deer hunts with a cell phone. Can you believe that? Absolutely. Like, hey, you, you get, get that bored. Get yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's good. That's a great one right there, too, Nick. I love that one. So the, 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 the 12th one on this list, um, not the last one, but the, the one from last, is the copies of important documents. So things like passports, birth certificates. Um, Social Security card. Perfect one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, driver's licenses. Um, credit cards. Copies of those. Copies. Just in case you lose the card itself, you mm-hmm. still get access to, to charge if you can. Yep. My, out of cash. my Clark shoes, tent, buy 10 pair, get one free because I'm almost on that 10th pair and I need to get that one. If I lose that, there goes my two, <laughs> five years of buying shoes. I got to make sure I got that one with me. Yeah, make sure you keep that. Yeah, uh-huh. I can't lose that 10th <laughs> pair of shoes for free now. So, Nick, does that, that cover all of them? We got any more? Is that it? There's one other tip that's okay. on here. Um, and this is one of the most important ones. If there is a regional disaster, um, when I say regional, like that really bad tornado outbreak that we had back in 2012. Yeah. It, it hurt a lot of people. There was power out for Lost a long homes. time. Exactly. Nobody had cell phones for a while. The cell phones wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Let somebody, set somebody up as a point of contact that's, that's in another point. state that has your contact information and a meeting point if something really, really bad was to happen to a section of the state. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, because we don't, we, that's how we get in touch now, cell phones. You know, when that goes out and people kind of get, I'd say it, but lost. Well, you know, th- these these items that you've mentioned here, Nick, are, are great items, and some of those things we, we must have. It's not just things we need. There's things we must have. But I'm sure there's a lot of other things that we haven't mentioned here this morning that each individual has their own unique needs, and you need to think about those needs. Mm-hmm. Take a few minutes, pen, a piece of paper, 
Jot that down. Grab your cell phone. Go to your notes. Jot those things down as you think about, hey, I need this. In the event that something were to happen, I need this particular item. Make a notation. Go back and go ahead and put that in your bag. I know this sounds a little silly. I know that sound, this sounds like we're being a little bit extreme, but we didn't think it was too extreme in 2011, 2012 when the tornadoes come through. And those folks down there on the coast today aren't thinking that's too extreme either. So you have time. Use your head. Prepare yourself, especially if it's not just you. It's your wife, your family, your kids. Your kids can't do that preparedness for themselves, especially no. if they're young. As parents, that's something we need to do. We need to think about not only ourselves, but those loved ones around us but, that maybe can't, elderly, mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. that need those things that don't have time or, or the ability to, to focus on those needs and prepare that exactly. you know, for those needs. It but, needs to be something, sorry to, to interrupt, I mean, that it needs to be something that as a family you go over. Yeah, and absolutely. You, you, you know, you practice, you do your drills like fire escape plans. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this, this well, when are we one. going out? Mm-hmm. I mean, that needs the kids, if, if, if the parents aren't around, teach the kids, go to the bag, get to a safe place, head somewhere where you know everybody's going to meet you at that location. Got to have a plan. Well, that's a plan. it. And a lot of the stuff you you have, you know, you can, like I said, the phone chargers, like I said, you can use that for dual purpose. I take one with me. We went to Disney World two, uh, last year, and, you know, you walk around there all day, and guess what you're doing? You're taking tons of pictures. So your battery going to run down. You just take one of those little things with you. Guess what? You can take it back home, put it back up, use it when you need it. Even like, you know, um, 16 bucks you can buy a solar charger dude all that stuff's relatively cheap now even the water now they have some water filters now that will filter out 99 percent of 99.9 percent of any kind of bacteria right that i tell you the best thing to do is go look at somebody that that hikes a lot out in the wilderness and the hikers usually go to the ground for three or four days and carry everything on their back whatever they have usually to get out there and survive for three or four days you can take some of their stuff and go what do you use because if you have somebody like that they're basically surviving three days like nobody else would anyway. They just get out there and just stay. So a lot of their stuff can be interchangeable with what you need to survive, such as the water filter, such as the food they're eating, such as whatever they're using for fire, protection as far as any of that stuff. That's a great way to go build a base. And it's, you know, we always say this, Nick, is, is you know, well, I can't afford that. Buy a little at a time. Yeah, buy a piece a week. It's That's not it. that expensive. And if you literally, if you do it each week or each month, you'll have it. It will come together really quickly. And you can turn around and put a couple of these things together. Always make sure that you've got enough to last you three days. Not everybody can afford to set 250 bucks to the side, but hey, everybody can afford to put a dollar or two dollars a week beside for the most part. Yep. Set that well, dollar. You probably stop by a gas a week. station, probably get ten dollars worth of junk every week that you don't know about. That you don't even know. <laughs> no, yeah, right. go ahead and you're save going to buy a coke and some and a, and a coffee every morning, a donut. Before you know it, you spent ten dollars, fifteen, twenty a week. I've got money hid in two different locations, which I won't say on the air for my wife and my daughter in the event that they're ever out and they need money and I'm not around. What about me? I, I, I'm sorry, you're, no you're in trouble. Uh, no, no good. <laughs> you and your hounds. To, you can yeah. sell your hounds teeth for yeah. what you need. Well, <laughs> got a lot of national championship merchandise that'll go good. Oh, hey, we've already found out that ain't worth nothing. Two weeks ago, remember that? He said he wouldn't even insure it for anything. Well, well we ain't got to go back into that. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, thank you so much for joining us here this morning. I greatly appreciate it. And really, it. A, really a topic that with, it, with this week with the hurricane, everybody's aware of mind, a minus of this going on. It's a really good topic to be prepared for. It's always being prepared. You you get up more than ever, prepare every day for work. You know what I'm saying? You prepare do. for life. You prepare every day. There's you buy. I always tell people you buy insurance every month. You get a security system. Why? Because you're prepared if something was to break in your home. You never think it's going to happen. But guess what? If you didn't think there was a chance of it, why would you have like uh, a security system? Mentioning that, security systems, we need Nick to tell us how folks can find him just in yes. case they need something like that. Yeah, ADS absolutely. Security, Nick Walden. Tell them about it, buddy. Yeah. Best way to reach out to us is you can go online, adssecurity.com. 
and you can pick the Chattanooga market or you can call us direct at 423-618-0569. Nick Wald and ADS Security, thank you so much. Thank you, Nick. Stick stick around with us coming back up. We'll kind of do a recap of the show and uh, let you know where we all stand and and see if Jeremy's got any money hidden for me anywhere, if I can con him into that. You're in trouble, baby. I'll have that much more to come right here. Back with more Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake in just a moment. Now back to Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake. Here's Daniel Wyatt and Jeremy Price. Welcome back, and thank you so much for making us part of your day. If you're always on the move, download the free radio.com app to your smartphone or tablet. Keep us tuned in each Saturday morning right here on 981 The Lake. Daniel White, along with Jeremy Price, and Nick, always a great guest here from ADS Security Systems. Nick Walden. Does a great job. They, and their website has all kind of stuff like that. In fact, next week, we're going to go over a monthly school security checklist. Really that, that nice. Nick, really uh, cool. gave us, thanks to ADS. So With all school shootings and everything that goes on in, in the States today, we definitely want to. It's a good thing. You know, and we, we, again, we talked about. You know, being prepared. Things probably have on top of mind this week, especially with this hurricane, things like that. You know, here's some things, you know, that we didn't, uh, we want to go over right quick that's probably good that for your digital life, so to speak. But that is our life today. It is. So people think about when you leave there, it goes, well, I don't want my pictures to be, to be gone on my, I can't, I can't drag my hard drive out of the old house. But we don't lose them either. Well, what you could do is just email them to yourself because guess what they never do. They, that's even a cloud. if the hard, if the hard drive ever goes away, they're stuck on the emails email. are there forever. Even yeah. if, if you're putting something there on the, just ask most politicians. Yeah, ask them politicians. <laughs> and then people that uh, folks have found pictures about they weren't supposed to find. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Get apps for your phone that can help you navigate through some of the traffic, through some of the weather that might be going on once you leave the house. They have apps for that now. And where also, people connect. when you're talking about apps, Daniel, you know some folks have a ton of apps. In the event that you do have a, a disaster and, and you need all the power on your phone to last as long as it can. Get rid of those apps that don't have any purpose to them to make sure you're able to use the ones you do have to have. Here's something else that uh, we talked about. I said the documents. We talked about documents. Sometimes you don't save the Another great way to make sure you have all your documents, even if you say you forgot them in hard, uh, like your hard copies, mm-hmm. there's an app where it's a, called a PDF maker. And it uses your phone camera to take a PDF. pictures. Take pictures and make it into a PDF file so, it's, so people can't. And it works. And it works. You could email them to yourself or put them on a jump drive. I've keep used them those. with you. That way you don't have to take the paper documents with you. Maybe you can't find them. It's just a good place to have them anyway, just in case you do lose a document. Guess what? You still have your birth certificate. When I fly, I've got that information on the app on my phone that I actually use now. So, so yeah, it's pretty cool. We're talking about saving water, but if you're going to stay at your house, you better save enough water to fill the back of the toilet up. Because it, it don't flush without it. It don't flush without it. And you Mm-mm. know, real quick, Daniel, tell the folks out there what that bladder is you've got. We're talking about, it's called a water bob. And what it is, it's a bladder that you can buy, I think, off Amazon, 19 bucks. 19 I think it's $19.99 on Prime, sure if you're a Prime member. Well. And basically what it does, it's just a big, think of a giant hot water bottle, basically, that fits inside your tub. It's about 30, or, 30 or 40 gallons. Yeah, However big your really tub big. is. Tub is. And you put the tub water in there, it fills it up, keeps it sanitary so stuff's not getting into it. And you can pump it out. With it's got a pump on top of it that pumps out, so basically it, it becomes, expands as you fill it up. It fills up to about fifty-five gallons, basically. Yeah, but you can pack it down to to a little small box, like yeah, a, a cereal box. It'll fit so in. if you know that you're going to be stuck in the house for a couple of days, maybe it's going to snow, maybe it's doing something, you can fill it up. So maybe you want to take a bath. Well, you better be prepared. And you know what? Here's another thing that I, I see a lot of people doing, it, and it's a shame. I know sometimes you can't do it, but I've seen this in, in hurricanes. People leaving pets behind. Mm. 
There is shelters that take care of pets. You can go to Mm. a website. um, You can go to your local Humane Society website, and they'll tell you how to do that. If not, there's ASPCA Pet Disaster Preparedness Tips. You can look that up on Google. It's going to show you how to prepare your pet for something like this. Because the worst thing you can do is leave a pet, especially in a situation where mm. there's going to be a flood. And you see that so often. You see these people where they chain up a dog in a flood. Yeah, sometimes it's not that they can help it either. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you go off and you run away, I get it. Yeah, they come through, and, and many of your, your pets just get whipped away there. And unfortunately, they land somewhere, and somebody's got to take care of them. So you need to, to have that pet uh, plan, if you will. Probably seen this on the Internet and Facebook a couple of days. You can use your washing machine as a cooler. You can put stuff now, in there. No, that's a new one on me. Put... Bury Put your Yeti sticker on the front of it. Call it a Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> Tub ice and bury your parasols in the ice. Great option during the short-term power outage for that also. And you can drain your washing machine when the ice melts because you know how to drain to get the water out of how it. How cool. So it can take now, it out. Somebody was thinking on Not that front right loaders, though. Don't try that with a front loader. It's going to spill out of the ice. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and try it. Just top loaders. Send the picture to us when you try it. So, and in pack uh, stuff like hand sanitizer, you can always use that. So that's the way to keep prepared. And again, we want to... Um, Say these are all things, you know, there's different websites you can look up that can help you out with, with these things. Just like I said, we prepare in life for everything anyway. We're, and just be mindful of out there. Be mindful. That's Guys, I, I hope you all enjoyed the show today. I, had a lot of fun. I definitely learned a lot myself. Nick Walden, he's just a great guy. I know, man. That was a good ladies one. over at the Tennessee Valley Credit Union were very informative. And next time you need a loan, you definitely want to reach out to those ladies. They'll take great care of you. They have me. I've done business with them for many, many I got years. A car loan. I got a boat loan through them. All kind of loans. There you go. Every once in a while, we just go get a loan because it's fun, right? Yeah, I just, I just get them on. I, I, <laughs> Unfortunately, I, that's that's about true. <laughs> I got a loan for a pack of cigarettes one time. Paid 30 years on it. <laughs> now, dang <laughs> He's just joking, folks. I'm joking. He's, he's not being serious. No, it was dip. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Read them sponsors off there. We, uh, we want to thank all of our sponsors. Again, EPB Fiber Optics, Carter Heating and Air, Sun Windows, Whitfield Oil Company, JB Millworks, Home Builders Association of Greater Chattanooga, Rick Davis, Golden Diamonds, Pennzoil, Scott Brown Painting and Home Remodeling. And again, I want to thank all of y'all. That does it for this week's edition of your home radio presented by EPB Fiber Optics from 98.1 The Lake. A production from the Whitfield Media Group coming up right now. Stay tuned for On The Move Radio presented by EPB Fiber Optics right here on 98.1 The Lake with your host, Sean Whitfield and Amy Morrow. It's a radio show about all things Chattanooga. We thank you again for listening. We'll be back here again next Saturday morning, 8 a.m. for a radio show. It's all about your home. For Jeremy Price and Daniel Wyatt, have a great weekend. We're out. You've been listening to Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake. For more home improvement tips, log on to 981thelake.com. Join us again next Saturday at 8 a.m. And thank you for listening on 98.1 The Lake. This has been Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake. A presentation Whitfield Media Group.